0: All right, great friends. What's going on? It is Tuesday. This is Kaplan and crew coming to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com, along with Grande and the Brown Man. We're ready to roll. Yesterday was a whole day of Super Bowl review, and today is a whole new world. Because if you are a San Diego sports fan, what you're starting to look forward to is pitchers and catchers reporting and getting this Padre baseball season underway. If you are a general sports fan, you are thinking to yourself, oh, no, uh, football season ended. There's no more football. What am I going to do? Could be college hoops. Could be NBA. uh, Could be just other stuff in life, like today being Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day out there to everybody who's celebrating. I did what most guys do on Valentine's Day. I walked into a grocery store early this morning to buy a card. I saw a whole bunch of other idiots just like me walking up and down the aisles. They had cards and crappy flowers that they were overpaying for. I get it. I'm in the same boat. So we're just getting started. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, and we're ready to go. Now, yesterday, you may recall, Browner, a no-show based on his story about the computer getting lost through Alaska Airlines. I'm coming into this today with no judgment, no preconceived ideas. Okay, Browner is back, but as Browner is back, my man Grande Alejandro started sending messages at about 7 a.m. this morning that the electric was out in his North Park neighborhood. He was showing us pictures of the guys doing work in his in his alleyway, and when he would go out and bother them and go, "Yo, how much longer?" They were like, "Oh, it's not much longer, like three, four hours. We're good." We, we, we. So now. Today, put them all up on screen. Browner's in the house. Jason Lawhead, who filled in for Browner yesterday, is in the house filling in for Grande. So this show, in the, the two days post-Super Bowl, is just going completely off the rails. And frankly, I freaking love it. Browner, good afternoon. Jay Law, great to see you. Guys, let's have some fun today. What's happening?
1: First of all, I want to say something, be very clear about
0: something.
1: Ooh. Um Fellas, y'all need to step y'all love game up. Here's why. On Valentine's Day, you shouldn't be scrambling for nothing. You know why? Because you shouldn't be suckered by the man. If you love your woman every day, if you treat your woman with love and respect every day, every day is Valentine's Day. Every Preach. day is my birthday. Every day is Christmas. Every day is New Year's Eve. Every day is a day of love, brothers and sisters. Don't be fooled by the man into no card giving and 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 heart passing out. You ain't in the third grade, baby. You ain't using no construction paper to cut the lines brother, out. To, to use no no paste to smack it together and give it to somebody who don't want you. Love he ain't day, lying. Man. Love every day, baby. Don't don't let these folks suckle y'all into something that ain't real. That ain't real. What's real is the love you got with your person. Okay, him, her, the, they, whatever it is. You got love every day, man. Digging so, from the mountaintop, y'all. Y'all wouldn't be cornered by this. Y'all wouldn't be cornered by this madness. The fact that you we got you even forget that the day exists shows you you shouldn't be worried about it at all. Zero. If you loving like you should be loving, this day ain't no different than yesterday, and it won't be no different than tomorrow. Hallelujah right? and amen. That's it, man. That's it. I just let fellas. We got to do better, fellas we got to do better because I got to understand women are falling short these days. So we got to pick up the slack. We got to love better. We got to be better in our relationships.
0: Therefore, these days
1: can, you know, hit the road, bro. Kick what, are women the road.
0: what are women falling short of today, Bronner?
1: I ain't going to get into all that because this ain't that kind of show.
0: <laughs> oh, Really? You got a different kind of show where you discuss this kind of stuff?
1: I might, I might start one, man. I might start one, man, but it, women are falling short. They know they know, know who what, they are. They know what they're doing. They know okay. what they're
0: doing. okay. and 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 Jay Law, you're yeah. yelling, preach. you're Love yelling, it. screaming from the mountaintop. You're giving the you know, you pump it up sign uh-huh. here. and so you believe in what Browner is preaching here <laughs> I, this afternoon.
2: I like the message. I like the counterculture message of it. Yes, because you know what? you if you, you do, like I just you try to do these small little Valentine's Day things as much as you can throughout. The every day, like every day is Earth Correct. Day, right? They say every Correct. day is Earth Day. Every day is Valentine's Day. We don't need one for it. I'm with you. I'm. It's more of a more of a middle aged white message I just gave, but still, yes, I don't hate what Browner is saying, right? Now.
0: Okay, but, but like, when, was the last
1: time, when was the last time you gave your, not you two, I don't want to put nobody on the spot, but if you listen to this, if you were chatting, think about this. As a woman, you ever gave your man some flowers on a day that wasn't a day prescribed by the world? Hey, fellas, you ever just give your woman flowers randomly or, you know, take her out to dinner, tell her dressed right? up, and just take her to a place unannounced, randomly? You ever do that? You ever switch your game up like that? Don't let the calendar dictate when you love. Like, what's Capit, going on? What are
2: you doing? I just want to tell you this. if if, everything he's been saying especially the first rant and then going back to what you were saying about the grocery store and the people milling around you know these reels that are popular? If you were to show surveillance video camera of what you were describing, a bunch <laughs> of guys bumping into each other, grabbing the last card, trying to find chocolates off the shelf with his voice over over it, the reel as this it's going on, da da. And then maybe like cut to just a guy regularly in the summer, just like opening a door for the lady, giving her a kiss on a cheek, like his message. Like we would all be like, Yeah, man, that's awesome. That's that, that's so true if you watch that reel. So what he's mm. saying. Is you know there's a lot of truth to that
0: sermon. Okay, but but let me let me push back a little bit. Okay, give it to me, give and, it and to Bronner, me, Rounder. Listen, you, calendar, I, you a calendar lover? Give it to me, you calendar lover. And, and and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of what you're saying that I'll buy. Which is, what is Valentine's Day? Yes. You know? When did it, when did it
1: come from? Because
0: because literally every single day on the calendar. There is now something like, for example, yesterday was, you ready for this? National Tortellini Day. Anybody here celebrate National Tortellini Day yesterday, huh? How about this? Yesterday was National Apology Day. Did you, did you get on the phone with somebody that perhaps, you know, it's, it's bugging you. It's in the back of your head. Gosh, I owe this person an apology. Hey, Steve, it's Scott. Hey, today's National Apology Day, my man. Remember that time? Blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to call and say, I'm sorry, buddy. Like Valentine's Day is not one of these new pop-up Facebook kind of holidays. Is it a Hallmark card selling sort of holiday? Yeah. Is it a uh, flower company holiday? Yeah, it is. But the bottom line is, if you don't have something thoughtful and it doesn't have to be an expensive gift if you don't have something thoughtful for your lady today, you will suffer the consequences. I'm telling you right now, dude, like, like uh, you you disagree. so so let me just ask this question. Let, I'm just gonna ask this question. Jay, you're married. okay? Mm-hmm. Today's Valentine's Day. Yeah, is there anything that you are doing for your wife? That indicates on this particular day, Valentine's Day, the day of love, as it is celebrated in America, our entire lives. Are you just blowing off the day, Jay?
2: Well, in a, technically I am because her birthday's on the 16th. So tomorrow night is the day we got engaged. So tomorrow night is the is the whole like everything. The whole thing is tomorrow night. The whole kit and caboodle. All all the celebrations.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, brown. Today, today uh, I have a
2: little pressure off of me today. Now, now okay. let
1: me let, let me ask let me ask you, you a question, Mister Questionnaire. Let me ask yeah. you, you a question. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. You out here running around like a like, like a mouse in a maze to find some flowers. Yeah. What she give you this morning? Huh?
0: Well, okay.
1: Now what, time what you out. Give, what she give now, you, fellas? Time fellas. Out. What they give you this morning, fellas? What they what they give you? What okay. they give you? Huh? Actually,
2: okay. I got something. What'd you get? Cologne. This morning. Yeah.
0: You received a bottle of cologne. Did you get some curve.
2: And a card. No, I got uh, Valentino from Rome.
0: Yeah, from okay. yeah. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. You got to get some Valentino, not. Valentino. Curve. Curve. Wait a it's
1: good second. Any time of the year they put it in a red can. It, what are you doing?
0: But brown. Brown. <laughs> let me ask you a question, Browner. It's a bottle. Are, are you telling me that you are not doing anything for any of the ladies? in your life on Valentine's Day? Not one. Not one.
1: Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to expose a little bit of me right now. Everybody know I'm not a calendar lover, brother. Everybody know. Everybody know I'm against the man's mandated date for love because I love every day. I love every day. If you in my orbit, okay, if you within my gravity, you know you loved. all right? When I get a chance, dinner, bam. Night out, bam. I got you. I got you. But what I'm not going to do is be told when to do it. That's what I'm not going to do cuz that ain't real. That's manufactured. That's created. That's microwave. I don't want no mic- I don't want no microwave. And All this, right, this, so
0: this, let me ask you a me, question then. Let, microwave let me, holiday. Then let me ask you guys a question. Then let me let me just let me just ask you guys and then hand me off a little bit of advice here, okay? I so, got one
1: more thing I want to say before you get to this. One more thing go I want ahead. to say Okay. Go listen. Ahead. Go ahead ladies, Mr. microwave. Ladies, let me tell y'all something. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know y'all gonna take this the wrong way, but I gotta be direct because we we sharing things right now. We getting things out in the open. Y'all probably listening to this. You the trust tree. Man. We're in the trust. Yeah, tree. Well, yeah, trust trust free trust fund trust drop trust fall. <laughs> all the trusts. All of the trusts. Listen, uh, the poom poom ain't the present. Okay, okay. What did do you better. say? The what? I said the poom poom ain't the present. All right. If you if you if you giving that up at the end of the night as the gift, you have failed.
0: You have failed, well, okay? Well, we can, love we, better we,
1: sister, love better. Yeah. Now go ahead with your thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, um that part of it I can definitely buy particularly when I was married. You know, like when I was married Ooh. and you got late on your birthday Ooh. and on Valentine's Day and like maybe if you got
1: divorced right there.
0: Maybe if you got lucky on New Year's Eve, you know what I mean? Like uh mm-hmm. then I, you know, that that yeah, that's that I can buy.
1: Bro, that's the roadmap to divorce. That oh, you get some this day, you get some this day, you get some this day. No, man, gone somewhere. Gone. All somewhere. right. So,
0: so you're. So uh-huh. here's the thing. So today is Tuesday, February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Um, I will not get done working this evening until seven p.m. and I will be in L.A. when that happens, which means by the time I drive home, I'm gonna get home at about eight forty-ish p.m., assuming that you know I can get through traffic and there's no rain. And that's too late on Tuesday night to be taking my lady out for a Valentine's Day dinner. Cause that's true. Honestly, like nowadays, everything's closed at eight o'clock. You know? Mm-hmm. Thanks, COVID. Yeah. So, so my plan is to celebrate Valentine's Day tomorrow. And what you're telling me is mm-hmm. you don't have to actually buy into Valentine's Day, but maybe it's just like Hebraic guilt that I live with. But I feel like if I don't do some sort of gesture for Valentine's Day, that means that I've let a day go that is considered to be a, a romantic holiday. And while some ladies might say things like, oh, don't worry about it. You don't have to get me anything. Or, oh, don't worry about it. It's just another Tuesday. I think that that is like a setup for failure. You know, I, I think that that, that it, you're being set up, fellas. So it's true. Early this morning, I got done at the gym. I walked next door to the grocery store. I walked in, and my observation was there are a bunch of big dummies walking around the store like zombies. One guy's holding a card. One guy's holding flowers. One guy's holding a box of chocolate, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, all these guys are in here doing the same thing I am, which is getting a card at the last minute, but Browner. I will very often go to my girlfriend's house almost almost weekly with a bouquet of flowers. my man, there you go. Yeah. now you're talking right. now you're talking and it's just it's a simple thing, and, and the main reason I do it, I hate to be so like corny about it. the main Don't reason be. I do it is that my girlfriend has two teenage sons. She's a single mom with two teenage sons. So when I walk in with flowers every week. I want the boys to see this is how you're supposed to treat a lady, mm-hmm. you, you know, nailed it. Right. So so I do that frequently. But today being Valentine's Day, I felt like I needed to do something a little above and beyond. That's all. Listen,
1: I listen. What you're saying makes perfect sense. And I'm not against it per se. But you are setting a standard going forward of how my woman will be treated by me. Okay. Don't let this speed bump on this Valentine's Day force you to do something else. If she fell asleep not knowing she was loved last night, that's on you. That's on you. So if she woke up this morning, now she knows she loved because you showed up with some flowers because today told you to. Then you on the wrong track, player. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, well, fellas. I certainly,
0: Me. I certainly, I didn't intend that the beginning of today's broadcast to go in this direction, but here we are. Y'all know that's, I got uh, something for every day. Yeah, I know. That's what happens. Hey, I will say this. We do got a lot to get to today. Um, The Padres, as they are getting set for pitchers and catchers to report, okay? Um, the Padres signed another pitcher. And this is kind of one of those late signings, like right before spring training starts. This is not a big household name. This is not some explosive dollar signing. This isn't a $30 million a year guy, but it is a guy who's a veteran pitcher, who's been around baseball, who's been rebounding in his career. And very frankly, I think if, when we say the name, most people, including myself, by the way, did, is everybody familiar with Michael Waka? Because um, I really wasn't, but I had to go back and take a look. I mean, all these years in St. Louis, uh, a stop with the New York Mets, um, a stop in Tampa Bay, last year in Boston. So things kind of went off the rail for my man here. Uh, after, you know, like six or so seasons with the Cardinals. And now the Padres adding arms or supposedly starting pitching arms. And look, not every signing can be like some monster explosion and celebration, but adding to the roster. So we'll definitely get to the Padres and what they've just done as we get ready now from football transitioning, especially San Diego fans, into baseball. Another thing I definitely want to get to today is this. you, we talked a lot during the season, the football season, about Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers, and being really young and having sort of what you call a meteoric rise from like a defensive assistant at some like Division Three little nothing college somewhere to becoming an NFL head coach. Well, same situation happening. Indianapolis hires a new head coach. You know, the, the whole Jeff Saturday ESPN to the Colts experiment, that didn't go very well, and uh, and for as, as much as Saturday was considered a consultant and a friend to the owner, that that thing's over with. And who do they go hire? Not an experienced guy, not somebody that walks into the locker room and everybody goes, wow, super impressed. To me, a Brandon Staley-esque kind of character. Breaking a guy, news. Breaking news. Uh, just real quick, What are you doing here? Thought. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. i I'll Here, I'll finish the thought in 10 seconds. This guy that they're hiring, Shane Steichen, who is the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, this guy was like a quality control, nothing, nobody coach just a few years back when he was with the San Diego Chargers. The San Diego Chargers. So get to that story also coming up. But Grande has just jumped into the show completely unexpectedly. What is going on with you today? Uh
3: nothing with me. Been ready to go since 6 a.m. It's what's happening in this freaking neighborhood right now i have no freaking clue what is
0: huh what was going on today well i i told the story from the beginning that um you know you were outside talking to the guys from i guess it was sdg and e going fellas how much longer are we talking about and they're going yeah we're almost done like give us three four hours we're almost yeah. there What what's yeah. going on in your part of north park
3: it's still i could literally see cox trucks sdg and e trucks and the e the one email that i got was we will you will have no power starting monday night at 9 p.m work will be complete no later than 6 a.m and i was like you know what whatever i could sleep no power who cares i wake up at 6 a.m all night these dudes are doing something i don't know what was going on what they were doing all night it was a construction zone out here so i i hit the tory bag and i knocked out (laughs) but they were working man and i and then i so this morning i go out there and there are trucks lined up you know the ones with like the the lifts to the power lines <clears throat> yeah those like there's bucket maybe trucks. there's maybe 15 of them in my alley mm-hmm. yeah. i look down the other alley there's more i go to the front of the street there's cox cut trucks everywhere there's sd and e trucks everywhere turns out they have installed an entirely new power grid in this block like an upgraded power grid that is what has been happening and it's still happening it's like a 24-hour job or something so i have electricity at the moment i currently have wi-fi um, i've had electricity for about 45 minutes i didn't have internet so now i have internet so i just thought i'd check in i don't think this is reliable right now i still think you guys got a three-man show today but i just thought i'd check it i didn't want to bust the browner you know i don't want to I don't want to bust the Browner. You know right? what I mean? Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. wow. Uh,
0: hey, hey, um, let me do this. Wow. You guys that's take us it to I break. Say, take take us in. to break. Hold on, but take us to break. Alex, when we come back, I want to share with you our opening thoughts and get from you if you're more like with me or you're more like with Browner. But take us to break because just as this is all happening, guy just showed up at the house. Dog is about to attack the guy. You guys take us to break in 40 seconds, and I'll be right back.
3: Um, so basically, did you guys talk about what have you guys talked about? We talked
1: about we we talked about how many segments did I miss? We talked we talked about Sucker's Day. That's what we talked about. Yeah. I'm a I'm a sucker. Yeah, pretty much the entire time we talked about Sucker's Day. And now he was running around in the store trying to find something with a bunch of other suckers. So, so sucker number one just left. I saw his mm-hmm. Instagram post. Sucker number two on my top
3: right, I saw his Instagram post. And I was like, you know what? I'll be sucker number three. So I put an Instagram post while I was waiting for my Wi Fi to come back up.
1: Oh, wait, y'all gotta, out here gotta do y'all out doing, doing y'all like. posting too? Y'all out here, listen. Hey, listen. I guess for three married guys, you yeah. gotta do what you gotta yeah, do. You gotta, we gotta talk got about that. it when we'll, we can talk we'll about find it. When when we come back when Scott comes back doing whatever he is he's doing, chasing his dog, fighting lawsuits. Uh I almost said brown in lawhead. Kaplan <laughs> and crew. When we come back.
0: Hey, great friends! What's happening? It is Tuesday. This is Kaplan and crew. And we are coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. You're looking to play cards, blackjack, poker, pie gout, table games. That's on one half of the casino. The other side is Sammy's Restaurant Bar, which is known as Sammy's Woodfire Pizza in the real world. But Sammy's Restaurant Bar inside the world of 7 Mile Casino. Seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. What a great place to play if you're just looking to play. You want big concerts, big fancy hotels, crazy pool scene? That is not what Seven Mile Casino is. Seven Mile Casino is a place to play cards. Come on down. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. All right, so if you're just getting with us, here's how the show started. No Grande because of an electrical outage in his North Park neighborhood. Jason Lawhead in for Grande. Browner back after missing one of the most important shows of the entire year. yesterday, The post-Super Bowl show. Okay, but then just as me, Browner, and Lawhead were getting into it, all of a sudden, Grande got his electricity back, and he showed up. So, Browner, if you could, put all four of us on screen for a moment here. Because if we—if you're just getting here, Alex, here's how I started the show. Yeah. It's early this morning. I get done working out in the gym. I be up in the gym just working on my fitness. He my witness. Woo, woo, woo! It's a little Fergie for you there. Okay, I was
3: wondering what that was.
0: A little Fergie is what that is. It's a little Fergie. No one needed that, but okay. Okay. Um So here's me, Alex. I go into the grocery store right after the gym and I'm walking around just like every other dope in the store. Hey, where's the Valentine's day cards? Ooh, these flowers, they're kind of expensive and they're kind of not so nice. Why did I wait till the last minute? This guy's got a box of chocolates. This guy's got a card, the whole Valentine's day card section. Everything has been just taken, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Browner says, why are you letting the man dictate to you? When you show love, you should show love every day. Don't let Mm -hmm. the calendar dictate. Don't be a calendar lover. So I said, well, look, I feel a certain amount of, I don't know if I call it pressure, but I think you're you're supposed to do something nice on Valentine's Day for your lady in particular. Browner says, no, ladies coming up short. Ladies don't do that. Ladies be coming up short. Mm -hmm. So here's Mm -hmm. really the question. Question. Browner is doing zero for Valentine's Day for his lady. And I... Yeah, I posted a picture this morning of me and Rachel on Instagram to wish her a happy Valentine's Day and to tell the world how how much I love my my lady. Browner's insulting me on that. I did go and get her a gift last night, something that I think she's really gonna like, and it did take some some effort to to get this gift. Not overly extravagant or expensive. It's just it was the thought that counted. I hope. Yeah, yeah. So are you a? And this is your first Valentine's Day as a married man. Yeah. Are you a? Don't do jack squat for Valentine's Day because <laughs> it don't matter. Or are you a no? I think I need to do something nice for Valentine's you, Day. I need to recognize the holiday. You ain't gotta ask him. We already know who he is. We know who he is. He got the bike stole from him
1: like he was the dude from Friday. We know he's a he a calendar lover. We know he's a flowers and candy today. God, I got. Guy. We know who Alex is. This ain't no what you doing. I think
3: what we need to clarify doing? a point here real quick. Alex is not that guy. His wife is that, wife is that oh. girl, though. His wife is that girl. His wife expects these things. His wife likes those things. His wife needs those things. So then Alex must become that man to then be that man, or else I'm sleeping outside in the rain tonight. So, yeah, uh, I've had this discussion. I've lost this discussion. This isn't a, a, a because of, I'm a husband and she's my wife thing. This is a early on. I hate Valentine's Day. It's the most stupid, made-up day of all time. I think it's a complete scam. I think it I think it I think especially in 2023 where we want equality, what is this holiday? Um but I think that if your wife tells you to do something, I'm smart enough to do it. So, I was told, you know, multiple years ago, I like Valentine's Day. I like having a gift. I like flowers. I like chocolate. I like this. So, I shut up, I go get a gift, I go get flowers, and I gave
1: her some 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 chocolate and I'm golden. Good to go question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been with her? Five years, six years? Nine years. Nine years. Okay, perfect. Eight years. Perfect.
2: Okay, don't get that wrong out loud. Eight years. Eight Thank years. So much. If I had to pull while well, you figure something out, I gotta poll you three guys right now. What do you think is pound for pound more important to a girl? Her birthday. Or Valentine's her birthday. Day. Next
0: question. Definitely birthday. <clears throat> Definitely birthday.
2: Great. Okay, eight eight years.
3: Valentine's Day is a close second. I think Valentine's Day over Christmas. I think Valentine's Day over. Really, For Valentine's really? Day over Christmas. I think wow. so. Really. So wow. the top wow. three,
2: so. two of me. When you're talking zero. about
3: when you're talking about a couple, it you're, the birthday is number one. Right. That goes. with is number two, bro. What but you I have with? I have spent Christmases away from Mar. I don't think I can get away with. Valentine's Day. Oh, she really loves Valentine's Day,
2: man. Yeah, man. See, okay. my wife is my wife is definitely Valentine. I guess because her birthday's on the sixteenth, two days after, and we kind of mm-hmm. do everything Because I would say even our anniversary, yeah, that's a great day. But as it comes around every year, it doesn't even hold a candle to Christmas for Let my. Let me wife ask as this question as like of Alex. You,
1: you've been with your wife, your wife now, for eight years. Can you name me eight things she's gotten you on Valentine's Day? Yeah, oh, this hell, is wait, I just want to say
0: one thing. I Browner five, keeps doing this. Browner keeps doing this. Th- this whole thing comes down to for Browner, yeah, that he doesn't like that the man is doing for the woman. Yeah. He thinks that it's unfair that the woman is not reciprocating to the man. Yeah. Right? I mean, Browner
3: does give that vibe off where I'm not going to do anything for you unless you do something for me vibe, right? I mean, that oh. I don't think anybody's surprised. Oh. I don't think anybody's surprised.
1: Whoa. like browner browner is a what giver is Second time you fire shots at me since you've been here the 10 minutes you've been browner here. Is <laughs> browner, <laughs> browner is a giver
3: as long as it's reciprocated so browner say, keeps I, the
2: scorecard is what you're saying
3: 100 come on does browner not give that vibe off i could be wrong but does That's that funny. does browner not give scorecard vibes off
2: i never really oh, thought about that one wow that is, okay. I,
1: let me iso, it's time for some iso. Out, when he puts out out the the quarter, the side. Everybody run y'all play on the other side. One on one iso, sir. Let me explain <laughs> something to you about me, man. I'm a giver, I'm a 100% giver, okay? <clears throat> the problem is I'm not speaking for me, I'm speaking for the brothers with no voice out here today, okay? This is normally days <laughs> have been taken over by women. Brothers I'm speaking no for voice. the brothers who don't have no position of power, okay? I'm here to tell y'all through this amplified microphone that one thing and one thing only. If you've been with a woman for eight years, ten years, Jason's case, fifty at the rate he's going, oh. what can you turn around and say? For the last five years, I'm gonna chop it down for all you fellas listening, Chatlins, everybody. If you ever hear this, in the last <laughs> five years, yes, if you've been with your woman for ten years, give me five years. What she gave you on Valentine's Day that you could remember, and a poom poom don't count.
0: You know what, dude? But I don't even ask, I'm not asking for anything in return.
1: But, but hold on, no, no, no. See? And that, that's where you fall into the trap. See? If 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 that's society the trap, if see? society is dictating you give her something, where's the pressure from society for her to give you something? All right. See, all right. So
0: so just let me tell you something. Um, so you're mad at society.
3: I'm not that's doing what I'm, You're mad at yeah. society. You mad at you're mad at the society. You're mad at society mm-hmm. letting men get taken advantage of one day of the year. Come on, Browner. Thank you.
0: Come on, Browner. Really? What? Come what, on, man? Come on. What?
3: Men. Come listen. on, man.
1: Men be given every day. Men are given every day. We building roads. We fix. We putting in new, uh, power structures in people's alleys. Men are given every day. When are we going to get?
0: Oh, good God Almighty! Jesus, when are we going man. to
1: get, fellas? When are we going to get? <laughs> we keep wow. giving and giving and giving. <clears throat> when you gonna get?
3: This is a man. This is also the same dude that hates Father's Day because he it's not as equal as Mother's Day. Remember it's that? Not,
1: it's not. <laughs> ask any father. Ask yeah. any father. What is Father's Day like? It sucks. It's not great. It's not great. You get the worst gifts. And you Browner, get the worst gifts.
3: Browner is probably the the guy that complains about his Christmas presents.
0: Okay. I mean, Browner, yeah. I should be the I should be the guy who complained about my Christmas presents this year or my Hanukkah presents. You know what I got from my kids? What? Jack and squat. See? Not a damn thing. See? And I don't uh-uh. care. I don't care. I don't. I don't need any gift. Uh, listen, today Valentine's Day, and I'm getting ready to move into something else here. But today Valentine's Day, I'm happy to give, and very frankly, I hope that Rachel like sees what she what i'm bringing and goes wow that was really thoughtful wow that was really nice geez this took a lot of effort you know you didn't walk into uh, you you didn't walk into cvs you You didn't walk into cvs and just get me some you know one flower you know some fake flower you actually put some thought into this it it created effort it took time you know things i don't necessarily often have you know and so i'm hoping that that's the case and and to what you call the do you call it the poon poon Poom poom, yeah. Poom uh, poom, yeah. P o o m p o o m, poom poom. Yeah, the poom poom ain't a present. Hey, listen. Let me tell you something. I'll a take P-P-P. it as a present. I'll take it as a present.
1: Okay. Come on, listen, player. Listen, player. For real, player. Listen, for you, real. You you should. I know you well enough to know you getting it on average. So yeah. ain't, ain't no ain't no way you should be taking no poom poom as no gift. I'll
0: take it me. anytime, anywhere, uh, any day, <laughs> any day. All right, listen. Let me do this. Uh, Grande's back in the house. Browner is here. It is always great to have Jason Lawhead with us. We're in the 7 Mile Casino studio, SevenMileCasino.com. Now, today, Alex, just before you got here, Uh I was mentioning that the Padres made a move, not the kind of move that everybody is going to lose their mind over. This is not a Juan Soto trade. This is not like rumors of Manny Machado possibly signing a longer-term extension before the start of spring training, which is yet to happen. But, gosh, it would be cool if it did. Mm -hmm. This is uh, not a Xander Bogarts, you know, coming in and, you know, another explosive contract. This is a name that I'm just sort of guessing, unless you're a fantasy baseball guy or maybe a St. Louis Cardinals fan, or you got to be like really hardcore into baseball. Very honestly, this is not a household name. And one that when I saw, I went Michael Waka, Michael Wacha, Michael, I don't know who this person is. Had to go look him up, had to study his career a little bit. Have you, do you know anything about? Because me and Jason and and Browner were like, I saw the signing, I saw the name, I researched the stats, don't really know the dude. You? Me? Of course. As the
3: baseball expert here of the show, I'm very, (laughs) very, very aware of Michael Walker and where he has played last year. I definitely didn't (laughs) realize that he, that he, played for Boston this morning. That wasn't the first time I knew that. Uh, I this, To this morning wasn't the first time that I thought that I didn't know he wasn't on the Cardinals still. That was not happening this morning. But what I was impressed by was his resurgence last year. Uh, when you look at his numbers and you look at what he did with Boston last year, that's, that's a nice uh, addition to a rotation, a back-end addition to this rotation, which was the question marks going into this season anyways.
0: So last year with Boston, uh Michael Waka had 23 starts and he was 11 and 2 as a starting pitcher his ERA was 3.32 which if you just look at his career I mean the year before his ERA was over 5 the year before that his ERA was over 6 the year before that his ERA was nearby 5 so here's a guy that way Be-ball, back be-be-ball. when yes it's very nerdy stuff but it's Be-ball, it's the, it's it's the data that you have to judge what you're getting. If you go all the way back to 2013, 2014, um, early in this guy's career, I mean, his his ERA was real low. Now, his number of starts was also much lower, but um, you take a look at, I'm just taking a look at his year in 2015, uh, 30 starts, 17 and seven record, a, an ERA of 3.3. I, I mean, in 2015, this guy seemed like he was, Going to be a big star, and then things kind of started to kind of fall apart a little bit, and not terribly. I mean, because even in 2018, 15 starts with the Cardinals, he was eight and two. You know, it, it, it's not 25 starts. Um, in 2020, he was with the Mets. He only had seven starts, and last year with uh, in 2021 with Tampa Bay, he had 23 starts, but he had a three three and five record, and his ERA was over five. Look, I'm reading to you stats. Okay, this is not. I know you guys think I know everything about baseball, and this is off the top of my head. It's not. I'm reading to you these stats, but I'm doing like my own version of instant analysis. Alex, when you say that he's made a nice comeback, yeah, in 2021, 23 starts, three and five record, five ERA. You look at last year with Boston, 23 starts, 11 and two with a 3.3 ERA. The guy pitched a bunch of games, won a bunch of games, lowered his ERA. And maybe as a number four five starter, maybe the Padres just got a really inexpensive veteran guy who could possibly help them. That's what I would think every Padre fan is thinking and hoping.
3: Let me ask you, let's ask it this way. What is the weakness of the Padres going into the 2023 season?
0: Back, say back, in, back yeah. in rotation. Yeah, four would and just, five, people
3: right. would just say the rotation in general. When you look at Michael Walker and what he did last season, better than what Mike Clevenger did it's better than what shot Manaya did and that's the roles that he's taking he's not coming in here to be an ace he's not coming in here to take over as the number one guy he's coming here to be the back-end guy to give you 20 plus starts to not ruin games the way Mike Clevenger and Sean Manaya were doing at the end of last season that is an upgrade over those two guys as long as he can continue and honestly even if he doesn't continue as well he still might be better than those two guys going into the season. Yeah. So I, I think the Padres rotation is probably the biggest red flag because you don't know how Nick Martinez is going to transition back into a starting pitcher. And you really don't know who your fifth guy is. Is it going to be more Is it going to be the new guy they brought in? Is it going to be Michael Walker? So now this gives you an option because you look at this bullpen, you got Suarez, you got Hader. Ain't nobody got a better bullpen than that at the back end of a bullpen. You look at this infield, you, you look at what this roster looks like. Might be top three offensive lineup in the, in all of baseball. So, anything that they could add to the starting rotation is a plus. And this dude, as long as he could do what he did last year,
0: it's a plus. What do you think about that, Browner? Take that. Look, man. Waka, 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 waka. Take that, Browner. Waka, waka, hey, hey, waka, waka, waka,
2: hey, hey. You just hope you're talking about this guy in July and August still. That's really much what this signing is. Are we still – is his name still coming in our breath come July, August? And is he contributing? And are we talking about him? So, right. that's it. Anyhow, you're looking they, at a
3: guy that's a starter, too, because they brought in Seth Lugo, who's more of a reliever for the Mets. Right, that's the other guy right, they brought in. Right. So, you are brought in another starter, someone that's going to give you innings, hopefully, if he stays healthy. That, like, last year, the Padres went with a six-man rotation for a lot of the season, which ended up working out for him. But – I think this just adds flexibility. There's no, there's, to me, this is not a minus move anywhere. This is just a guy you got, you got him on the cheap. I think what they gave him $7 million for one year. You didn't give him a monster contract. The reports were that this dude was looking for two years, 30 million minimum going into the off season. And so you got him on the cheap. He's young. And if he works out great. And if he doesn't, you got him on the cheap.
1: I think that you're going to see a resurgent year from him because of where he's pitching similar to what he did last year. As you can see, at his best, his ERA is around three.
0: So da, can... da, deet do, deet da, <laughs> Nerd do, do, alert. Do, do, Nerd do, alert. Do. Browner's breaking out stats. Browner's going with ERAs. Well, first of all, no. I...
3: What's his whip, Browner?
0: First of all, What's y'all his war, know, Browner? I'm
1: basic stat. I just gave y'all ERA. Don't be me. I didn't go Dude. down to eight stats like you did. I did one stat, ERA.
0: Yeah, but you're not a stat guy. You don't believe I in didn't... numbers.
1: I, didn't, I had to give you one. I got to speak the nerds' language to get their ear to tell them what I'm about to say after the number, okay? okay. So what I'm saying is, if he is around the three that he's used to as the fourth or fifth starter in, on this team and this lineup, his record is going to look fantastic. And that three won't be bad at all because we should be getting five and six runs a game. So there's two sets of numbers for y'all. So I like it. It doesn't hurt. The best, The worst thing that could happen is he sucks and you toss him out. The best thing that could happen is this guy gives you what he gave you last year, and now you cook it with gas. And like then government the, comes and takes your stove.
2: I like that, that, that good teams have gone and sought out this guy, right? His track mm-hmm. record of where he's played has been in places where these people, you know, know baseball and know how to put together teams. You know, St. Louis – Tampa Bay has done a great job at at being able to p- put together pitching staffs and and grow their farm system. Obviously Boston is a good place uh, you know they're, they're so I think that that's a, a nice thing where you know another good team has wanted him that could be for confidence like hey look you know I got a real chance to not not only turn it around but, but to be on a on a real winner and he's had these stops so hopefully that's here's a beep pop beep pop pop boop up for you.
3: All six potential starting pitchers for the Padres posted an ERA of lower than 3.6 last year. All six of them. It's beautiful. All six of them. Um, All of them pitched over 100 innings except Lugo. So you're looking at a rotation that if they can do what they did last year, is there like a, you know, is there a Scherzer Cy Young winner on this rotation? Maybe not. But are they – do you have two top guys, three? When you include Blake Snell in September only, you know, like like they have three top guys and three other guys that could fill in some slots.
2: I like him. He, he just needs to help you get to October. He probably won't be, you know, other than anything other than maybe a, a long inning guy or a spot fourth starter if he had a good year come October. See, so. I, I
1: hope he is because he has proven himself in those pinches to be worth it. I remember him pitching big for the Cardinals when they were making playoff runs. So that's the only reason why I remembered his name, because he's got a weird name. But that's why I, that's why it stuck out to me, because I remember him pitching big games for the Cardinals. So if you can have that guy on your staff with this team right now, what they are projecting to do, it, it's nothing but good. It's nothing but good.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who's in his early 30s, and he's only got a one-year contract. And you know, to your point about wanting a two-year, $30 million deal, you have a one-year, $7 million deal. So the one thing I think we can count on from this guy is he going to go out there and give it his best shot because after this year, assuming he has a good year, he's got one more chance as a guy in his early thirties to maybe get a big time contract, you know? So I think, you know, you got to kind of count on that. All right, stick around. We're in the seven mile casino studio, Sevenmilecasino.com is the website. Grande's in the house. Browner's in the house. Jason Lawhead is here today coming up. What happened to Browner yesterday? I'm going into this. I'm going into this with no judgment at all. I, I'm, I'm willing to listen to the story, and then we can ask questions. But I will just say this: one of us here yesterday said he ain't buying it. He ain't buying it. We'll get to the story. We'll let Browner tell it. Stick around. This is Kaplan and crew coming right back. All right. Great friends. What's happening today is Tuesday. It is February 14th. Happy Valentine's day to those of you that are celebrating for those of you like Browner that are not no big deal. It's just a man-made holiday and don't let the man dictate to you when you give love and Browner, just by the way, just by the way, you, you you kept saying earlier, when was the last time your woman did something for you? When was the last Mm -hmm. time your woman got something for you? None of y'all answered by the way. You know what? Let me tell you something as I'm sitting here today, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at myself on screen, okay? All four of us can jump up here on screen. Fellas, I got my new zip-up hoodie happening here today. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, uh, Browner, you may have missed this story yesterday because you were who the hell knows where. We'll hear the story in a second. But Alex Don't said
1: to me.
3: "Alex
0: to said me. I did the whitest thing known to man on You're Sunday right. morning.
3: Yeah. I, Browner, I needed you yesterday, dude. <laughs> Shocker.
0: This guy did something super white? No way. Browner, let me tell you what I did. On Saturday, I decided that I was going to run a 10K, 6.2-mile run I thought that on, picture. Su- on Super Bowl Sunday morning. So on Saturday, Rachel and I went to the YMCA in Encinitas, and we signed up for the race. And we bought our bibs. You know, you got to buy your way into the race. And while we were there, there were a bunch of vendors selling stuff. And Rachel bought for me what I'm wearing today, nice little Valentine's Day, pre-Valentine's Day gift, a nice little zip-up hoodie that says Cardiff by the Sea, and I'm rocking it out. So when you say when was the last time she did something for you, on Saturday, we were there signing up for that race, and she bought me this beautiful little hoodie that I'm rocking today. Now, there's your answer. How about that, tough guy? That's not for Valentine's Day,
1: bro. That is just because she likes to buy stuff. So you were there, so she figured buy you something instead of buying her something. No, she so, bought one for herself too. So there you go. So she a uh, his and hers. That ain't no Valentine's Day gift, bruh. I'm talking no. about something specifically done on Valentine's Day. When you dropped off them flowers, did she hand you anything?
0: No. Haven't, haven't dropped them off yet.
1: Okay. Well, I hope I hope well, somehow later later. I hope somehow she got something for you, player. That's all I'm saying.
0: Because
1: if you get in that, that dough now and she ain't got nothing for you, I was right.
0: No, I hope she doesn't have anything for me. What were you saying, Grande?
3: Oh, that you were spoiling that flowers were coming her way if she's watching today's show.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't have flowers yet. I don't have any yeah. flowers yet. All right, let me do this. Let me say this. Um, there's other stories I'd like to get to today, but before we do, I think we need to clean up some stuff here in the house, okay? And I think everybody who's watching on YouTube, all the Chatlins out there, you guys probably, like me, want to hear what, what Browner has to say. Everybody listening on the radio, you guys heard yesterday here it was it was the day after the Super Bowl you know the this incredible game the, you know this controversial call this this amazing halftime show with Riri, uh all the commercials Riri. everybody wanted to talk Super Bowl yesterday but one of the main players of this show all of a sudden LeBron does I mean, after getting to the all-time scoring record, now all of a sudden he don't play. This guy took us all the way up to Friday to the Super Bowl and then drops on me and Alex, I'm going to Seattle for the weekend. Mm -hmm. At Mm -hmm. no point, by the way, does he say, guys, I'll be broadcasting from Seattle on Monday. Then 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Super Bowl Sunday, hey, Alaska lost my luggage. 10 o'clock Sunday night, still don't have my stuff. Don't think I'm going to make it tomorrow. So, to me, my opinion here, it is one of the biggest days to be on the air in whatever version it is radio, TV, YouTube, podcast, however you get on the air, Browner doesn't show up yesterday, and I Browner, I'm telling you right now, I'm coming into this story with no judgment at all i I want to hear what happened to you and why you were unable to broadcast yesterday because I definitely have some questions and some thoughts, but i'll 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 I would like to hear it out first. And, J-Law, perhaps you should be judge and jury here. You okay. Know, because Alex has preconceived thoughts. I do as well. Perhaps you should be judge and jury.
2: Very well. Brown. I'm my name, my last name is Lawhead. Right. Very, very good point. A very man good of the law. point,
0: Mason. The lawman.
2: The head of the law. The lawman.
0: Law and order. All right, Brown. So explain the story to us, if you don't mind.
1: All right, Your Honor. So... <laughs> I I you normally when I'm getting on the plane, by the way, I told these clowns I was going to Seattle and then I was broadcasting, but I see how you juiced it up okay, for
0: the
2: show. Wait, I got wait, you. I quick hear quick
0: you. time and, out. And I, time to, out. to his
2: credit, he did say it even on the air. So that wasn't even something, hey, I'm going to Seattle, but let's not quick, say quick anything. Quick
0: timeout. Just one Alex. If he far wasn't as here, knew, wait, as far as I knew, all I heard was on Friday, he told us he was going to Seattle. Do you recall Browner ever telling us that on Monday he was planning to broadcast from Seattle? Do you recall?
3: Never happened. You, We 100% knew you were going to Seattle.
2: Yes. And we, I 100%, sure.
3: we 100% did not know you were planning to broadcast
1: from there on Monday.
2: That evidence was never presented.
1: Correct. I shall continue.
2: So, I was so on the full
1: I was on it because that's probably that could have happened. I just assumed you guys knew that I would always be here like I'm always here because I've got the longest, most appearances on the show. But I could understand why some would plot on my downfall so they could try to take the number one spot. But when you (laughs) out here like me hustling and you know what I'm saying, you get into places, you're doing things, you always prepare. So you take your stuff with you. But I digress. So as a tall man in small spaces, okay, I don't like to rush on planes and cram. I've had this conversation with Alex before about when we went to the Super Bowl. I don't like to be on the plane because they say, oh, you're Group B. All the Group B people come on the plane. I'm not that guy, okay? I know by the time Group D come on, it's time for me to get on because that's the last group. My seat ain't going to change because they got on the plane last. Well, that process failed me because mm-hmm. on a full flight, everybody had bags. And so by the time I was on the plane, second to last guy, all the overhead bins were filled. And so my carry-on bag couldn't fit above the thing. And so naturally, I put my computer in there because I wasn't giving it away to them. I was carrying it. So therefore, there was no need for me to check a bag. So I put the computer in a place I normally wouldn't put it. Throughout all the huff going back and forth, they come to me and they say, hey, sir, there's no place to put your bag. They go up and down, they check. There's no place to put it. So then I go, well, what am I supposed to do? They say, well, we can check it. I said, well, I don't want to check it. I got important stuff in here. They tell me we're giving it to them. They're putting it under the plane. It's not going to get like ruffled around. I got no other choice. I just go, okay, because I'm already, now I'm the last guy standing up in the aisle as a black man whose head is touching the ceiling on an airplane. So it's already weird and awkward. So I just tap out and I go, okay, I trust the lady. The lady gives me a ticket. Boom, they take the bag. They put it in like where the wheelchairs are and the strollers, wherever that space is. Well, apparently nobody ever picked it up and it sat there and it sat there and it sat there and then it ended up in the lost and found. Now, when you fly on an airline, if they lose your bag, it's got a tag on it. So they know where to take it. In this particular case, there was nowhere to take it because there was no tag on it. So it ended up in the lost and found in San Diego. Where I was, there wasn't a good reception. So I basically spent... Two days on the phone with them, them trying to tell me that they have this kind of bag. Is this the bag? But I couldn't get good reception because of where I was at in Seattle. So therefore, I didn't end up getting the bag to the day I was supposed to come back because that's how long it took for me to get in proper contact with them to track the bag down.
0: So, all right, I'd like to ask a couple of questions here, if I may, Your Honor. Sure. (laughs) Please do. Please do so they don't have cell reception in seattle seattle is is like some far away place where they don't have cell reception because you know like microsoft or wi-fi from seattle and like you know there's lots of really big fortune 500 companies that call seattle home and you're telling me that nowhere has wi-fi or proper cell service so that you can even have a conversation with the airline really when i tell you i was in seattle That's for
1: layman's. Like when people say, oh, I'm from Chicago because people don't know the parts of Chicago. I was in a place that is surrounding the area. So there was not good cell reception there because I was in the woods kind of.
0: Oh, really? You were out in the woods uh, roughing it. Is that right? No, I wasn't
1: roughing it. But what I'm telling you is I was in a small town Mm -hmm. where there was not a lot of reception.
2: Mm. Hmm. Uh, 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 Yeah,
1: I have
3: questions. So go ahead.
1: Answer. Answer away. Answer away.
3: I'll ask away. Um,
0: That's you it. answer. You answer. I'll try. Uh, the, I'll do my best.
3: <laughs> so, this has happened to me numerous times. I also, when when I have a reserved seat, I also don't rush to get on the plane. There's no great. need. There's no need. I have gotten my bag checked on the plane numerous times. Mm, but if you're the last one on the plane, they already know that there is no room so they tag your bag where they scan your ticket so you're telling would, me your what your story is mm-hmm. that you were on the plane and they just discovered that you're the
1: last guy and that there's no room, there's no o- room. overhead no um, so they had I'm telling you they had take they had taken bags before because they knew it was a full flight so right. people who had not oversized bag, but no larger than normal to fit overhead, they had taken those people's bags already. So by the time, again, I had got there, there was still no space because it was a full flight. So they didn't tell you, knowing, despite the size of your
3: bag, they knew this was a full flight. They knew they had no space in the overhead bin, and they still let you go in with a carry-on
0: and a backpack.
1: Because the bag wasn't a wheeler. It was uh, like a strap over the wait, shoulder. Wait, wait, over the wait, shoulder.
0: wait. Hold on, wait, wait. Carry-on and a backpack? yeah okay so here's a question for you why would your computer uh-huh. not be in your backpack why would your computer be in the carry-on bag
1: because if my my backpack was a small backpack and my okay. carry-on was a larger carry-on and then had a specific slot had a specific slot in it for laptops
0: okay and and here's here's just my thought in all of this if i'm in the exact same situation you're in mm-hmm. okay And they say to me, sir, I'm sorry, we have to take your carry-on bag. And you know that your laptop is in that carry-on bag. Mm -hmm. There is no way I'm allowing them to take my bag with my laptop and throw it down in the cargo part because there's just guys in there hauling it and throwing it. And then if by chance it gets lost, I have to have my computer. Therefore, I will take my computer out. I will hold it on the flight. I will put it in the seat in front of me and the the thing in front. There's no way I'm parting ways with my computer so that my computer would be in a bag in a cargo part of a plane. Why would you not have taken your computer out? Why would you take the risk of your computer getting damaged?
1: Because I wasn't thinking about that. That wasn't the first thing on my mind. I was Mm -hmm. in the middle of something where four people were having me look here, look there, see if it fits there, see if it fits there. And so that was more of the focus. It wasn't what was in the bag. By the time I realized what was actually in the bag, they had already taken it. Because mm-hmm. again, I had so the never the your bag. So no, they never tagged your bag. They never tagged your bag.
3: They left it on the tunnel or whatever the hell that thing's called. Yes,
1: where the strollers be at. And they just left it there. Yes, because nobody came up. And, according to what they told me, nobody mm-hmm. came up and got it. That was the explanation for why they couldn't find the bag. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it never went below. So if it goes below, it gets tagged, and they can give it to somebody because it has a, a my name on it, it has where I'm going, it has the airline on it. So it's easy to put it where the lost bags go. But if it never gets that on there, there's nowhere to put it. Hmm.
3: And they have your bag. I have it now. But
0: no laptop.
1: No, I... Listen, man, listen.
0: Wait, I'm wait, wait, wait. You're saying, wait, wait, hold on. You're saying you gave the bag mm-hmm. to the person. They put it where the strollers be at. Mm-hmm. And then when you got your bag back, presumably yesterday, is that right? Yeah. There's no computer in the bag. Oh, that, listen, that thing got stole. Somebody stole, got stole your computer. Yeah.
1: I never, t- listen, that's a part I haven't gotten into. That's a whole different. Oh, biometer. wow.
0: Right, hold on. Y'all got to pay me a situation. Man. Your honor, Mr. the, the, a... the lawman here. Hmm. Well, what do you, what do you make of what you've heard so far? So, here's a guy who there's no space for his bag, his computers in his bag, he gives hmm. up his bag with his tools of the trade. They hmm. never ship it to Seattle. Well, could, he can't well, he can't, no, he can't no, get a hold no. of them not tools of the trade
1: okay cuz obviously I'm recording here today I'm running the show from where I am today so this that those are backup things that I use for other things Okay. Those aren't but, my main
0: equipment. Okay, right, but 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 you knew you needed them for Monday's broadcast, yes, which, by the way, you weren't going to be able to do anyway, because there's no Wi-Fi and there's no cell service didn't in know Seattle. <laughs> I wasn't. No,
1: <laughs>
2: again, again, not Seattle. That's where I it I gets fishy, Seattle, bro. Because I yeah, okay, this is where the timeline.
0: I'm confused on the time. All right, let the, let the lawman handle things from here. So okay.
2: this is where, as a judge, I've been. I've listened to yesterday's argument presented by Alex that i'm listening today to browners with some other questions involved so the first text came in at what time to the crew alerting them of this situation 2:30 what, on sunday 230 on sunday mm-hmm. okay and so what i'm what i'm having uh so the question is is they you're you're stating that they lost this luggage on your way to seattle from san diego Yes,
0: and that was right on Friday, and on what day was yes. that?
2: <clears throat> yes, okay. on Friday mm-hmm. okay, so in you are in on Sunday, you're sending a text at two p m. Where were you watching the game on Sunday? Where did you watch the game on Sunday? What were your plans to do for the game on Sunday at a bar? I was at a at bar. a bar in Seattle or in the small area near in the woods. Seattle? In the woods, so I that's was, where yeah. you did watch the game. Was that a bar in Seattle? No,
3: no Wi Fi, no, no, no cell reception, no, no
2: direct but cable, TV, but cable exists. I was at a bar in a place called Port Townsend. Port, Port Townsend, Townsend. Okay. okay. I will Great. Google
0: that. Mm-hmm.
2: Port Townsend. So you I'll watched watch. the game in a bar in Port Townsend. Then mm-hmm. you sent a text later that night at what time? I forget that Alex stated yesterday on the show. The next text came in. 10.50 p.m., saying, I don't think I'll be getting my luggage back, mm-hmm. correct? correct? Correct. And when did you uh, receive your luggage Browner back? Brown was nowhere near
3: Seattle, Washington. What's that? Brown was nowhere near Seattle, Washington. Where, if I told you, when told did you Jeff, get your originally. luggage back? You, no, you, know in that. Your testimony.
2: <laughs> you stated in your testimony you got your luggage back in San Diego with a laptop missing. When yeah. did you receive that luggage? When I got back here, when
1: Sunday what uh seven something?
0: Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. You you got back to San Diego Sunday night. Mm-hmm.
2: So you didn't watch well, Monday, the Super night, Bowl. Monday night, Monday night. Monday night. All right. Monday okay. night. Monday night. So Monday night. Monday, Monday night. Monday night. I was okay, there Monday night to say, San Diego I have a, Monday I have the, night. Like
1: the, like the yeah. And, and so don't.
2: you you got you then went to the lost and found, and your luggage was in no, San Diego. I, w- I went to Alaska, point. that they had recovered it
1: from Alaska. the lost and found. Alaska, Alaska Airlines,
0: Airlines or Alaska the state? Come on, Alaska bro,
1: Airlines. So you're going all the way
0: to Alaska. Well, Alaska I mean, dude, I'm flight. looking at where Port Townsend is. Port Townsend. I don't even know how you got from Seattle to Port Townsend. You have to take another plane. A ferry. No, you got to take a ferry and then a two-hour ride in the car. Do you mean a
1: ferry or do you mean? The thing that take you across the water is you can put a so, boat on,
0: man. A ferry. Yeah, a ferry. A ferry. Okay, gotcha. What so, I my RR question
2: RR. is, my yeah, question is, the only, here's my question is, and this is where I, I, I see with the prosecution's uh, case. My question is, without stating and that you were going to be broadcasting from Seattle, on monday if you're at an island that takes a ferry to get there and then you are still going to be returning sunday night when and where did you plan Monday. On, monday. i understand monday, monday. night. You uh, monday you're right you're right monday night <laughs> so what i meant to say was so uh, uh when did you plan and where did you plan to do the show on monday from 10 a.m till 12 p.m 12 whatever it is um From with Kaplan and crew, mm-hmm. and then plan to do Browner and Lawhead from the the next hour and and a change, and then still catch a flight Monday night
3: to San Diego. So you had to drive two hours, get on a ferry, and still you were
1: back by seven thirty. That's my that's my only yeah. hole in the timeline
3: yeah.
1: yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Due to those restraints, I had a hotel on Sunday night prepared to do the show i was assured i was assured by parties in which i was traveling with that this arrangement was going to be fine and so i trusted them upon losing said bag and not having said equipment what was i gonna do that for now okay
0: geez this is a very complicated story it ain't complicated it is complicated complicated. because because here's because here's here's the end of the story though just and i want to just finish this up because coming up i want to get into some actual sports related stuff but coming up um, just just to make sure we're, we're all you know finished on this this topic. Mm-hmm. you gave the bag to a, a representative from Alaska Airlines. Yes. Their job was to put the bag in the cargo portion of the plane. The, yes. the bag, according to you, never got into the cargo portion of the plane. It yes. sat where where the the uh, where the strollers be at. Mm-hmm. and it never got onto the plane. And when you finally got back and when the when the bag was retrieved, Mm-hmm. The computer that you were supposed to use at the hotel after you took the ferry ride, that computer had been stolen from your bag, is what you're saying.
1: Yes. That's no
0: unbelievable. That is unbelievable. And what are you going to do no, about
1: brother. it? What do you mean? I'm I'm in the process of working it out. You have to file some type of paper with them, which I did, that they'll investigate it. And if they believe me, which they should, because there's fucking phone records, I'll get it.
0: Oh, gosh. I don't know. Well, Alex, I guess this
2: case will per- pen further review on the airline's uh, re- response to the documentation mm-hmm. that was filled out. Yeah, I think I'm saying all the right legal jargon. You yeah, could have right just asked for Monday off if
0: you didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, you could have just said, dude, I need Monday say, off. I my weird out. place. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, right, right, and the prosecution <laughs> rests right. with, right. you could have just asked for Monday All <laughs> right, let's do this. We're coming right back. We're in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. Everybody stay with us. Today's show completely off the rails. And you know what? I kind of like it like that. Stick around. This is Kaplan and Crew. Uh. Hey, great friends. What's happening? It's Kaplan and Crew along with Grande, the Brown Man, and the Lawman, Jay Law, in today as well. Hey, um, before we get into some other sports related stuff, I wanted to just uh read um a, a message that I received from a longtime listener. This guy's name is Ivan Morelos. Um, and maybe it's really like Ivan. Morelos. I'm not really sure exactly how to pronounce it, um, but I went with Ivan Grande. I-V-A-N. Last Hi, name, Ivan. M-O- yeah, M-O-R-E-L-O-S. He says, Morales. hey, Scott. Thank you. He says, uh, hey, Scott, big fan. Been listening to you guys since the early 2000. I watched the YouTube show with Alex and Browner religiously. He says, "Your your show is always playing in my living room TV. My wife sees and hears you so much. that you've become her celebrity crush Ew. well not only ill but i mean the celebrity part of it i mean who's who's the celebrity right he says i was you he says i was wondering if you can do me a huge favor and shout her out on tomorrow's show that would make her valentine's day her name is stella so ivan Thank you for listening for all these years. Thank you for watching the YouTube show religiously, as you say, uh, to Stella, uh, girlfriend, happy Valentine's Day. I am very flattered. Uh, although, again, maybe you're talking about Grande. Maybe you're talking about Browner. Maybe that that's the celebrity crush. Um, but Stella Morelos, happy Valentine's Day, girlfriend. And Ivan, that's a, that's a way to go, man. That's the that's nice. way to be a good husband right there. You know what I'm saying?
2: And Stella, Google celebrity.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Google celebrity, and you will yeah. find out that crush, perhaps, celebrity crush don't qualify. Do not qualify. All right. So Browner wasn't here yesterday. And I know we talked to guys yesterday a lot about the Super Bowl, and, and people have uh, this is kind of like the residual conversation that I've been hearing. You know, the, the, Chiefs are already installed by Vegas as the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl next year. No surprise, right? No surprise, right? Um, You think about how in the first week of this past NFL football season, when Buffalo went to SoFi Stadium and beat the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, and I mean beat them down, we did not know how the season was going to play out, but here's what people thought. Rams will be fine, which obviously turned into a disaster, and the Bills are are the team of the AFC people were that confident after week one, which is by the way, why I think Travis Kelsey after the game was put some damn respect on my name. It's like, bro, calm down. Will you? I know. But, but the thing is about Philadelphia, if you're hearing kind of the, the aftermath of Philadelphia, offensive coordinator, just got the head coaching job of Indianapolis. All this talk about the defensive coordinator, possibly going to Arizona free agents, guys getting older and possibly retiring, and then the need to pump money into Jalen Hurts. So are the Eagles going to be back here? Which kind of leads me to this. You guys realize that the guy who's taking over to the Indianapolis Colts, this guy Shane Steichen, this guy was like, if you look at his resume, he was like a little quality control guy for the San Diego Chargers. So if the Chargers left, what year was it, Alex? 2015 was the last season or 16? 17 so well, they you. moved in 17 think about how this guy was a quality control entry level nothing little coach here call it seven years ago he's 37 years old and he has just skyrocketed now to head coaching levels and Dude, he if i were the
3: defensive assistant for the san diego chargers
0: right and, and just in 2011 you, could, <laughs> you you could pull up his resume or at least just read it to us i mean so here's 2023, that's 2011, that's 12 years ago. He's 25 years old at the time. He's a kid got just a little kid, getting into coaching. And he's a defensive assistant. So that what that really means is, is that some linebacker coach or outside linebacker coach or safety coach has him getting coffee, you know, uh, cutting up film. That's it. And, and in that short period of time, he's gone from, Coffee getting little intern to head coach. Now look, I get it, man. I mean, I see a guy like Kevin O'Connell, but Kevin O'Connell had a very good college career. He played in the NFL for a short period of time, kind of earned his stripes along the way. And even Kevin O'Connell's ascension to head coach in the NFL was really, really fast. I don't know Shane Steichen from what I from people that do know him that I know, he's he's supposed to be a really great guy. That's good, but going into Indianapolis that has had all these quarterback issues over the last few years as a 37-year-old first-time head coach, um, that has Brandon Staley written all over it to me. What do you guys think about this?
3: I thought they hired Frank Reich, a younger version of Frank Reich, the guy they just fired. I mean, Frank Reich became the, the Colts head coach after being the, the Eagles offensive coordinator. Uh Shane Steichen worked under Frank Reich when he was with the Chargers. Uh, I I listen, obviously they're different people and they 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 coach a different way, but I was that they, they interviewed like fifty coaches. Yep. And it was the most extensive head coaching search of all time. And, this and they came ended up with. and they ended up hiring a 37 year old Frank Reich.
1: They Look they man inspired Frank Reich. The owner is dumb. And this is what dumb owners do. They try to fix their mistakes by pretending like they didn't make the first mistake in the first place. He's a guy who gets in the way all the time because he thinks he knows something because he owns the team. And this is why the Colts suffer since losing Peyton, since Peyton Manny walked away with a neck injury and, 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 uh, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck just walked off on them because they let him get broken into pieces without helping him. So I don't, I, this is a terrible organization. I, I, I'm, 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 it brings me nothing but happiness that they're becoming as laughable as they should be with their drug head owner, period,
2: in the story. Yeah, I mean, it was just stupid firing Frank Reich. Dumb. That was, that was the biggest, dumbest thing they could have done, and I think that they're regretting it to the umpteenth hill, and this is a ner- knee-jerk reaction to what did we do, and then what did we compound that with by putting Saturday in this situation to ride out the year, and then what have we made this job even? Like, what have we even made the head coaching job of the Colts? You know, so I think Frank Reich was what three and five. They've given him, you know, he they, they 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 went they left they they lost going to the playoffs last year because of the quarterback position. They got off to the start they did because of the quarterback position. They went out and they tried to get these these you know comeback player of the years off the scrap heap, and it never worked out. And Frank Reich was the fall guy, and now they're sitting in this situation, just hoping and praying that this guy isn't a hackit. <laughs> I
3: will yeah, say well, that this the the Bears have their trade partner. This is the team. This is a team that's going to give whatever they need to give to get oh, their yeah. quarterback. This is the team. They're fourth right now. So, in the draft order. I think that the Colts if they don't get a quarterback within the first 4 picks, they I don't know what they're doing. Because that's you know- their
0: issue. But but think about this. And you have a guy At that worked three, with
3: Jalen Hurts and turned Jalen Hurts into what he is now.
0: I mean, you want to give him credit right, for it. That's
1: why they that's probably why they hired this guy.
0: But th- well, probably because here's the thing. Three years ago, when the Colts signed Phillip Rivers, um, Phillip Rivers led the Colts to a playoff appearance. I mean, Phillip and Frank Reich had worked together as offensive coordinator and quarterback in San Diego. And so they already knew each other. And Phillip had a good year. Not a great year, but a good year. Led the Colts to the playoffs. The following year, when Phillip retires, the Colts decide, let's go get Carson Wentz. And by the way, Philadelphia couldn't get rid of Carson Wentz fast enough because they knew what they had in Jalen Hurts. And Carson Wentz was one of these guys, and these stories kind of come out around Super Bowl week about how the, the Eagles decided that they wanted to play Jalen Hurts, that Carson Wentz was like whining and crying. How dare you guys draft a quarterback in the second round Why are you guys doing this to me, bro? You had a hundred plus million dollar contract and you had the starting job. You let them drafting a quarterback, a different style of quarterback affect you in that way. Very unprofessional. Fired a coach for you. Essentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fired fired to Peterson. Peterson. The guy
2: that went to bat to, you know, for you in the beginning and then had to abandon you.
0: So then they get done with Carson Wentz because they found out what we all knew. Well, three of the Whoa. four of us knew that he wasn't a top five quarterback
3: <laughs> him in the NFL.
0: And, and, and then they, then they get done with Carson Wentz <laughs> and they move on to Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan has had a very, very nice career. He's had a really nice career. You know, he he's like a Kirk cousins, like a Tony Romo, kind of like a Phillip rivers. He's got all these stats. Um, Went to one Super Bowl, but never elevated to true greatness. And they, and obviously, you saw what they did to this guy this year. They, you saw what they did to Matt Ryan. So every year, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, and now, I, I suppose the thinking is that if this guy Shane Steichen, who under Nick Sirianni, also a young guy, also early in his head coaching career, has already gotten the Eagles to the Super Bowl. If we can go get one of these quarterbacks who's considered a top quarterback coming out of college this year, maybe it's this guy, C.J. Stroud. Maybe it's the kid, you know, what, what's the kid's name from Bryce uh, Ohio State? What's that kid's name? Well, C.J. Stroud. Bryce oh, who? C.J. C.J. Stroud from Ohio C.J. State. C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. Bryce what's Young, Alabama. Alabama. I, I missed you with the Alabama Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Okay, so you go get one of these kinds of guys?
1: They're going to draft Will Levis because that's how dumb they are.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know who Will, Will Levis is, all right? They Where's might find why?
1: Derek Carr, dude. Who knows?
3: Why? They're, they're so right, dumb.
0: Right. Maybe they do go sign Derek Carr. They just keep the, the process going of older guy quarterbacks. Point is is this, is that they've, they've decided to go get this young coach thinking that he's going to mentor perhaps one of these young quarterbacks who plays the style that Jalen Hurts plays, but listen, if these players laughed when Jeff Saturday walked into the locker room off the TV Mm. set, look, they might be impressed. Hey, Shane, you had a nice season. Jalen Hurts had a really great year. Um, Philadelphia made it to the Super Bowl. Great job. But 37-year-old guy with this sort of, you know, right away, get to this head coaching level this fast, I don't give this much chance to succeed. I, I Again, I see Brandon Staley written all over this. Just the same way I see Mike McCarthy written all over Sean Payton, and I'm all for guys getting getting their, their chances. But, man, some of these guys are getting these head coaching jobs in the NFL long before they are ready for these jobs. And that's just my opinion from the outside looking in. Maybe Shane Steichen is going to prove me completely wrong. What do you guys think?
1: I think that – that organization will do nothing but stupid things as long as they're owned by that stupid guy. Period. End of story. And that's what they're going to do. They might sign Derek Carr and still trade up and draft a quarterback. I don't, I don't trust anything that they do because everything that they do is done, like, at the spurt of the moment where this guy gets something in his mind. It's like, well, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. Like, no, nah, that's not how it works, man. I mean,
3: I get what you're saying about the Brand Staley thing, but I think it's really different because Shane Steichen at least was an assistant in the NFL for 10 plus years. You know, like Brand Staley was an assistant in the NFL for what? Three seasons. Like he was at like John Carroll and he was at these like no name schools. And then he came into the NFL and he was an assistant for like three or four years and then got a head coaching job. But at least Shane Steichen has been. And then Shane Steichen, by the way, the Chargers, Shane Steichen was a Charger. Um, Frank Reich was a Charger. The coach at Sirianni was a Charger off- offense. Let me ask like, y'all a question. All, all assistants all under the Chargers.
1: Would you rather have a cheap owner who doesn't put money up more than he has to, or would you rather have an owner who meddles and does weird stuff all the time? Like, which one would you rather have? Because give me the cheap guy, because I can predict the cheap guy. The, the, the crazy guy who does weird stuff all the time that wants me to change quarterbacks. I, I don't want that. I don't want that. That's too much interference for me as a head coach.
0: Yeah. And, and just just as a just as a side note to, to Philadelphia, for all this talk about how Kansas City, how many Super Bowls will Patrick Mahomes win? How many will Andy Reid get before he's done? For Philadelphia, they're getting picked off because not only do they lose Steichen to the Colts, but then their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, uh, according to the reports from earlier today, he's taking the head coaching job of the Cardinals, which didn't seem like anybody wanted that. And you talk about <laughs> like they they're now going from a Cliff Kingsbury. Who really was the mentor to Patrick Mahomes in college, you know, to now going from we had an offensive minded coach and we put all of our money into our quarterback. Now let's bring in a defensive minded coach because that's what this quarterback needs. So, Philadelphia. I think, listen, I, I put I think my money over
3: yep. Indy. I put my money over on Indy over Arizona all day, all day. Arizona is going to be a dumpster fire for years.
2: Yeah. And I, Nobody and I, wanted to
3: work with Kyler Murray for a reason, dude.
2: Right, well, that's true. Yeah. And Cliff Kingsbury set him back that whole process, too. I think Patrick Mahomes is showing us and has showed us that Cliff Kingsbury should have won more with him in college. Um, and then he probably should have did better, way better in, in Arizona. And then now that's falling apart. You guys think,
3: also know how I feel about defensive assistants getting head coaching jobs. I don't like it. I don't, like mo- I don't like modern NFL. I don't like defensive-minded head coaches because if you have a good offensive season, you're going to get Shane Steichen. He's gone the next year, and you got to get a new offensive system every year that you have a good offensive year. And in the modern-day NFL, I hate that. I want an offensive-minded head coach. And look at the two Super Bowl coaches. Look at the four Final Four coaches. They're offensive-minded coaches, dude. All four of them in the Final Four. No doubt. It's not a surprise. Buffalo is the only exception. The only exception is Buffalo.
2: And they got to reg- And even regressed. then, and they got they tell exposed. me they didn't
3: miss
1: Brian Dayball this year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They regressed. So, yeah. I agree and with, I think Frank Reich's
2: going to do a lot better in Carolina with, with less in the short term to start out than. Less than interference. Like, I think he'll do. I think you'll see Carolina um, kind of have a jacksonville moment maybe not as good obviously they don't have the quarterback in in place yet but i think you'll see frank reich do a little bit of a cleanup of what doug peterson did in jacksonville and i still think the mess will progress in indy throughout this season i think you might even see a type of a, a hackett type of season out of this Steichen guy and you might just whoever their quarterback is um the natives will grow restless quickly i think to this offseason is going
0: to be so interesting because I of the agree. quarterbacks I agree. Like, what's going to happen, Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Rodgers going to stay, stay in Green Bay? He's gonna there stay. was there was there was a report earlier in the day that the Jets have asked the Packers about the possibilities of trading for him. Um, could Aaron Rodgers find himself in Vegas? And speaking of Vegas, what is Derek Carr going to do? There was all this talk last week at the Super Bowl about Derek Carr and the Saints. Um, is that really really going down? Because I saw a story earlier today that the Raiders now, there's nothing. there is, They've parted ways. You know, there was that that deadline that the Raiders had to meet. Um, otherwise, they were going to owe Derek Carr a whole bunch of money, and they asked him for an extension on that. And Derek Carr's like, screw you guys. And you know? he should have. And right. he should
1: have.
3: Watch this. this real quick. Look at all the teams in the NFL that are not set at quarterback going into this offseason. You just quick yes or no. New England.
1: What are we, yes or noing to? No, are they set the, at
3: quarterback? Not really. Okay. No.
1: Yes,
0: I'd they, say no. I'd say that, no. that there's, there's, they're not set. They're open to right. possibly. I would, I would they might say yes. They the won't Jets. find nobody better yeah.
1: than who they already got.
0: No, the Jets are not. No, the Ravens.
1: Yes.
3: Well, I'd if say they franchise no. Them, they're I'd gonna say franchise
0: no. Them. Yeah, but 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 I'm just gonna say no because they don't know what's gonna happen yet.
2: Right. Because right. let me on. tell you
0: something, Jay. Jay, they could they could franchise Lamar. He may just not show up
2: that's true
3: or yeah. or he shows up there's and there's already reports hurts. that they could trade him once they franchise him sure that. That so, could so, do so that.
0: that would qualify as a no right
3: okay uh pittsburgh. A maybe
0: pittsburgh yes, yes they're yes. set cleveland
3: yes yes uh jacksonville yes tennessee no no Colts. no texans no no no, right. no. uh afc west raiders No. no broncos I guess.
0: Uh, they are. They're, sure. they're, they better they're be. Yeah. That's they're a, you better, they better right. be.
3: Well, that's, that's half the AFC teams. Now you go mm-hmm. to the NFC side. Uh, the Giants? Yes. yes.
0: Uh, maybe not. Same as Lamar? Yeah. yeah don't know. Don't know yet yeah, on true. Daniel Jones.
3: Washington? No. no. Green Bay? Yes. Up in the air? Mm, Up in the air?
2: Oh, maybe. That's like a Baltimore situation kind of. Maybe. Chicago? Maybe. Maybe. What are you doing? Is
3: Chicago. Chicago's, Chicago's of, good. Chicago's get good at quarterback. The entire bad the NFC, everywhere else. The Vikings? Entire,
1: Vikings? No,
3: 100%. Dude, Kirk Cousins is 36. 100% they could draft a quarterback or get, do something. 100%. Um, the entire NFC South. Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. NFC West.
3: <laughs> 49ers.
2: No. Right. Yes.
1: They are not in, it, It's in-house. It's in-house. The the 49ers quarterback is already in-house. They don't have to go out and get somebody. They On got paper,
2: yes, but they've been known to Seattle. Yeah.
1: Nobody news coming
0: in there. Seattle yes. up in the air.
2: Rams?
1: No, they, they're gonna pay you know. No. I say no for the Rams.
0: I mean, I think I think is planning to come right? back, but yeah. yeah, but I don't I mean, I don't think they're happy about right.
1: it. Right. And Arizona,
3: obviously, yes, because the money, but dude, I'll tell you, that's, more, that's that's yes. more than half the league. More than half the league doesn't really have an established quarterback right now going into this offseason so if you sit with
1: the number one pick you happy about this oh yeah
3: oh everybody's coming
0: for it
1: an unsuspected person can jump up and get that pick man Because browner and i'm
3: not not telling you this because i'm not talking trash about justin fields i'm just saying if somebody loves justin fields this is the time to go trade for justin fields because the bears have the number one pick Mm-hmm. no nah, like to. the bears could oh, be man. as in love the bears could be in love with him like i'm not exactly. saying they can't be but i'm saying exactly. another team out there could really want justin fields
0: all right let me do this because we're hustling towards this break hey um that discussion i'm gonna call that our highlight of the day <laughs> it's been that kind of a day i'm gonna call that our highlight of the day it's presented by Tori holistics and california holistics remember everybody if you're looking for cannabis products around san diego county there's a lot of places where you can buy them but Torrey Holistics and California Holistics are our partners. Right now, the promo code is, we got it wrong on the screen there, Brown. You can take it it down. It's FLOWERS23, FLOWERS23. So if you want to save 20% on cannabis products, could be for sleep, could be for pain management, could be just for recreation. If that's your deal, go for it. Torrey Holistics is in Sorrento Valley. California Holistics is in Chula Vista. And if you use the promo code FLOWERS23, you will save 20%. These are our partners. Again, lots of places to buy cannabis products in San Diego, but our partners are Torrey Holistics and California Holistics. And as I always encourage you, please support our sponsors. All right, listen, for everybody that is tuning in on 1090, plenty more to get to today. I feel like we haven't even really scratched the surface, to be honest. And for everybody who is watching on YouTube and everybody who is listening on audio podcast, we do something completely different on the back end of the show here. So, YouTubers, podcasters, stand by. Radio listeners, we're coming right back. This is Kaplan and crew from the 7 Mile Casino Studios.